Welcome back to the Telusiv Eevee Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you're having a wonderful Saturday? Whatever you watch this. <laughs> uh, how are you guys doing? I just burnt you know, my tongue. I'm not I'm sitting good. in my oh. I'm not I'm not sitting in the model Y. Which makes me sad. <laughs> you're not in the model Y, Mike burnt his tongue, Randy's not seeing the new Batman. <sighs> it's a <laughs> rough a week bad day. for bad everybody. Day <laughs> No, Maybe not so much if you're gonna, gonna say it right, not for a lack of trying. I have every day this week I'm trying to see Batman, and it just doesn't work. That's well, my day. I feel like I feel like I'm Bruce Wayne in an alleyway right now. Mm. Man, hopefully it's <laughs> when <he's> Batman. <laughs> yeah. Oh goody. Well, uh, Nick, I'm curious of how your week went. Particularly relating your your never-ending weight on the Model Y. Uh, it's not going to be as never-ending as yours is, so... What's that supposed to mean? What does that he's mean? He's not getting a Model Y. That's how long his weight's going to be. Um, he's getting a Model 3. Uh, it's, it's, it's going good. Uh, actually, uh, I realized I hadn't ever driven a Model Y <laughs> after we recorded last week's show. It's like, mm -hmm. I've sat in the passenger seat a few times, and I've driven a Model 3 extensively, mm. but I have never driven a Model Y. And so, mm -hmm. I was talking to our group here, and I was like, oh, I might need to make a trip up to San Antonio, which is the nearest big city, to go test drive a mm -hmm. Model Y. And then, Mr. Y Mike here was like, actually, Brownsville has a Tesla showroom, and I had no idea. I knew that they had a Whoa. service center. But evidently, just kind of recently, they turned it into a showroom, too. And so they don't even, like, have any cars inside in, like, the showroom area. There's, like, not a showroom, but they're set up for a showroom. They just don't have cars in it yet. And so, anyway, they let me uh, test drive a Model Y, and that was, that was uh, let's just was say a long lot of range. Fun. Was it performance? What did you drive? It was a red long range with black interior and a tow hitch and FSD, mm. but not the beta. And so that was uh, oh, okay. that was a lot of fun uh, to do zero to sixties in very few seconds. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of scared nice. me a little bit because it's like this vehicle is fast, mm -hmm. but mine's still gonna be faster. And right. this thing gets to eighty five. They have like software limited to eighty five miles an hour, and it's like uh, I got to eighty five really quick there. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I better be careful. Wow. So how do you fit in a Model Y? Beautifully. Like, everything that I hoped Good. for and more, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not Bowser. I'm perfectly fitting. I'm Cinderella's <laughs> foot inside of a crystal shoe with a glass ceiling. Um, it's just, just a gorgeous situation there. Yeah. Wow. I'm like, Good. I'm in a Model Y. <laughs> you better be. <laughs> You, <laughs> Mario! you mentioned in <laughs> two, weeks. two weeks. You mentioned in previous videos that uh, you use your toe hitch a lot, um, mm -hmm. which is why the Y was kind of an important uh, decision point for you. But I never got to ask you what do you use your toe hitch for mostly. Um, well, it's uh, a footrest. It sounds really weird, but it is a footrest for when I'm sitting in the uh, hatchback of my current vehicle. It's nice to be able to put mm. my uh, foot on that little hitch area there and uh, alleviate some weight. And Mike is just like disgusted, I can tell. Um, I also. <laughs> I don't know how you're using it as a footrest. It's sunk into the vehicle. 
Not on the Model Y, and on my car, it, I have like an actual hitch, like a ball that comes out the back. It's like okay, but on the ball. Gotcha. Um, I was gonna say the receiver uh, is not sticking out of the yeah. car, so I'm not too sure how your foot's sitting on it. <laughs> but okay. But what do you put on the ball besides uh, your feet? My my feet, my shoes, some mud, some dirt. Um, I've I've towed quite a few U-Hauls. Uh, every time I've moved around, it's nice to just know that I have a receiver and a ball that I can just you know tow whatever I need around. Um, I see. The, okay. Uh, I, I pull people out of the beach sometimes. Actually, probably on a weekly basis, uh, people get stuck <laughs> with their Mazda Miatas in the four inches of soft sand at the end of Highway Four. So it's kind of nice to be but able to... But your car doesn't get stuck? No, my car does not get stuck. I've never once gotten wow. stuck in my car. It, it always it always keeps going. So I'm hoping Model Y will have that That's same amazing. record. The Y is pretty good from my uh, my trip to Tahoe two weeks ago when I was gone. It did well in the brief oh, yeah. snow that it was in. So I'm sure the sand will it'll handle pretty well as long as you're not, <laughs> as long as you're not taking it straight to the water. Uh, I think it'll do fine. <laughs> yeah. They can they can turn into a boat briefly, but my only concern is long. the performance is I think it's closer to the ground than the long range, so you might be brushing sand a little bit more with that compared to a long range. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it is a little. Although I I read somewhere that they had gotten rid of the lowered height on the Model Three performance versus Model Three long range. They have like the same height now. I'm not sure why yeah. they got rid of it, but. I think the Y still is lowered, so... Anyway, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Even against a regular long range, apparently. It's like another half an inch shorter. Right. The wheels and stuff. And I had mm -hmm. learned all this stuff after. Mm -hmm. And I think if I could do it over again, I might not have gotten the performance. Just because, like, evidently the wheels on the performance are a lot more, like, fragile and susceptible to, like, dings if you hit, like, a, a speed bump or, like, a... One of the many potholes we got around here on Highway 4. So I'm going to have to be a lot more careful with that. So, I don't know. We'll see. Yep. Performance rims are... you got to treat them with respect. You can't just treat them like a work truck. Interesting. Good to know. <laughs> but they are stronger, well, cool. apparently. I'm glad you fit. In terms of towing compared to my... Uh, induction? There we go. I blinked on the name of the wheels. Uh, they're a lot stronger in terms of towing than the induction wheels, so you'll have that over me. But in oh, terms of off-road, not a competition. Not sure. Mike. My car's <laughs> clearly better. Not even a competition. Okay. <laughs> I love you, Mike. Whatever mm. you say. At least oh! Mike will own his. <laughs> yeah, at least I got mine forever. Yep. And you have a low VIN. Yeah. One of the OGs. Man, that car's great. Did I talk about Tahoe much? I don't no, think I haven't. did last week. No. Okay. Go for it. Well, I think Drew kind of name-dropped one little thing that I found to be the most annoying thing about the trip uh, in the Tesla, which was it charges too dang fast. Ooh. Dang car. <laughs> we stop at one supercharger on the way up to Tahoe because we supercharged mm -hmm. at a Safeway nearby in the bay. Uh, we stop in, like, Auburn or whatever, uh, which is about... About halfway, or a little bit more than halfway. Yeah, maybe two-thirds of the way. Uh, we park it, and then we go to like go to the bathroom, and then go to get like a little deli sandwich. And we're waiting like 10 or 15 minutes for this deli sandwich to like get to us. And during that time, it went from, I think, 38% all the way up to 
uh, it was insane, <laughs> and it was a full uh, a full lot as well. There's a Tesla at every single stall. Oh wow! Uh, I think it was even funnier. There's actually an uh, Audi e-tron uh, GT or Sport or whatever there, the uh, sedan version of it, which was kind of strange seeing that, but cool because I haven't seen one up close. So I got to look at that, but that was the main issue with the Tesla the whole entire trip was it just <laughs> it was too quick with charging so it made stops not brief mm. uh, so we weren't able to kind of just sit down enjoy dinner and then go to our final destination we had to quickly get back into the car and then there's also a line starting or at least one car uh, so we figured okay the responsible thing to do is get out of here and also well we don't want to be hogging the charger so idle feast too yeah, right. I, don't, I don't think I've ever gotten those yet. Um, I got I got my complimentary one-time warning once, and I never did. Oh. You know, they gave me the warning. They said, all right, the, the first one's on us. Next time this happens, $5. Boom. Dang. I was like, sheesh. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, yes. Randy, I got a question for you, and you too, Mike. And I guess, Drew, why not throw you in here too? Uh, Randy, I know you have the <laughs> wrap on your car. Uh, Mike, do you have any paint protection or anything on that? Mm-hmm. Got it done in the bay by uh, Immaculate Reflections. What, what did Fantastic. you get? Is it a PPF or is it a ceramic paint coat protection or film? Paint nope. protection film. The ceramic coat can be there as well for uh, other things. Uh, I believe my rims are. I think they're ceramic coated. Or at least they've got some treatment on them to make them uh, last a little bit longer in terms of looks. Okay. So, it's good. I love it. It's almost saved me. There's one, I think I mentioned in the podcast, I accidentally hit something on the road that was like a bar or whatever. And it caught the left wheel and rotated and hit the driver's side door. And it looked like it just destroyed the PPF and it was good, but turns out when... uh, my detailer looked at it. He's like, eh, it got the paint, but I can make it look like it's nothing. And it doesn't look like anything. He did a fantastic Good. job making it look like nothing. But the PPF, worth it. Uh, looking at the front of the car, I'm like, there are so many bugs that would be implanted in this paint if I didn't have the paint protection film. But it can be costly, depending on what you do or what you get. Yeah. Or how much of the vehicle do you cover? I know that Tesla offers a little bit of it for the rear or the front of the rear uh, wheel well. So if you get that, and that'll protect that area that definitely gets okay. chipped by the front wheels. Uh, are you thinking about getting it for the Y? Um, I, I've been thinking about it. Um, I obviously been looking at the prices and it's like, oh wow, it's kind of expensive to do the whole car, but the front isn't quite as expensive. And I know Randy's is a wrap, right? And that's not a paint protection film, so there's not like protection or anything, or how does that work? What are your thoughts? It, on it's that? protecting it's, it in a way as it's it, an additional it's layer. It's protecting it as a as a uh, um, a uh, what's the word? Hang on. It's protecting it unintentionally mm. because um, it's it's cosmetic. It's strictly aesthetic. It's a vinyl sticker. Mm. Um, that just goes over the whole car, and in turn of doing the the sticker part, it has saved like a uh, road rash, um, mm. I, where my sticker has you. I mean, you've seen how yeah. when you get in cl- close up to it, it, 
you notice that there, there's impurities that are happening, and that's where it's protecting. That would have been on my car instead. Um, yeah. So it's kind of protecting it, but it's not intended. If you're trying to get protection for it, my way is not the way to go. Mine was strictly um, just trying to be flashy, and uh, I almost doubled down. I, I got the vinyl wrap, and then at the time, I was looking at a price. Uh, I was getting quoted. So I can either do uh, PPF or I was going to do something that was going to go for the wrap around the whole vehicle to protect then the wrap itself. Mm. Um, anyway, but I ended up not doing that because that's going to be very expensive, all things considering. Because the vinyl wrap itself for a whole vehicle, for mine, cost $5,000. And okay. at the time, yeah. Wow. But bear in mind, even with my wrap and everything else. Still cheaper than the same model you would get today, and uh, oh yes, that's funny to me. Still worth it. Yeah, it's been still even worth But um, <laughs> back then, I was like, okay, I'll do five now because this is my dream vehicle, and this was this was my reckless spending of like I don't care. This is my this is my thing, and uh, I drew the line at spending another spending another four thousand of six thousand. Uh, to then actually get a, pro a proper protection wrap yeah. on it, but when the time comes, when I take the green off, because it will happen eventually, I will do uh, kind of like what Mike uh, described. I, I I will definitely get the front and the and the rear, um, the the ceramic for sure for sure. Um, I might do the whole thing. Um, I'm 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 I, that's that's a problem for Randy three years from now, but. Mm. I uh, I know that there are certain wraps that its first intention is to actually protect the vehicle. Like it's almost like a gelatin; it's going to absorb any impact of of dust, rocks, any debris that comes up and kicks it, and it kind of uh will take that impact and doesn't scratch anything. But the adverse, well, it's not adverse, but the one of the side effects of that happening is that it actually changes the texture of the car. It makes it look more satin and less glossy. And everything that I've seen that's looked like that, I'm like, I want that. That looks mm. so cool. Um, and mm -hmm. I wanted that as a, as uh, <laughs> I wanted that on on my car now, but it took away the matte aesthetic to it, which is why I didn't pull the trigger. Again, I was being strictly, you know, I was being vain. I was being all about like, no, I care about how it looks. And I, when I went to go get the protection on the wrap, it, it took away the matte. It mm. made it satin. It was a satin mm -hmm. olive green. I was like, that's not what I want. I want a matte textured. So. I didn't pull the trigger, but when the time comes, I think I'll, I'll switch over to uh, getting make it look more satin. But that's just that is the byproduct of it look getting the ceramic uh, wrap on, done onto it. It made it look that way. So it's not meant to change its look, so to say. It's meant to be uh, a very expensive protection, but one worth having. I don't know about you, Nick, though, because like a three-year, a thirty-six month time frame for it i don't know if all that would be worth it to do like a full wrap of mm -hmm. anything uh and i'm talking about for protection not yeah, aesthetic yeah. obviously but yeah. like for me it, it, it made sense to do the wrap and then eventually turn to the protection coat mike it makes sense because he bought it if drew ends up doing the same thing it would make sense if, if this is your stopgap model y i'm not sure any of that stuff is really going to be worth it because you it's all temporary right like the y is temporary your time in Brownsville may very well be temporary, which means the landscape itself would literally be temporary. Or if you stay down there longer, mm -hmm. 
enough stuff's going to work down there where it's not going to get as dusty, most likely. Like, things are temporary, and I wouldn't make financial commitments that cost thousands of dollars based off of something that's going to be months. What are you guys doing, Drew? Are you guys going to do any PPF? We haven't uh, talked about it. (laughs) So... uh, as of right now, I'm kind of in the boat. This sounds terrible. Everyone's going to cringe as I say this, I know. But I'm kind of like, I don't care what happens to the paint because <laughs> our current paint looks far beyond saving anyway. And I'm mostly interested in the inside. And that's where I want to spend my time. And if five, six years go by and it's just aged horribly and it's got tons of rock chips in it, then uh, years into the future, I would rather just get. Uh, a full aesthetic wrap like what Randy got and just cover up the paint chips <laughs> and just like try a different lookout for, for another five years or so because it's cheaper than um, buying a new car I promise you that yeah it's a lot cheaper than a new car <laughs> or repainting and uh, we've just never we've never been like uh, I care how the outside looks or that kind of thing I mean I'll, I'll wash it but um, I don't know if I'm willing to drop whatever the the cost of the ppf is right now but will you be buying uh, just because there's... will you be buying a group of chinchillas to wash it though because that is a yes. requirement well of course Legally speaking in the yeah. contract when you sign on your test that you have to wash it with the chinchillas yeah Does well that was never up called? for debate i'm very confused <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe there's no that was I don't know. <laughs> that was obvious but i kind of am thinking of uh, you know like how nick and i had this discussion I think last year or something, he was like, why does it matter? It's it's kind of the same reason he loves the Cybertruck so much is because it's like it it doesn't really, like, who cares at the end of the day? I mean, maybe if uh, your, your main target is to preserve value and you want to resell it for a really, really uh, close to new or higher than new asking price, then I guess I could kind of understand that, wanting to preserve it because you're you're going to hand it off to someone else later, but um, that's not really our intention here. Um, that's not really how we're thinking about it, but uh, if we get closer, you know, I, it could change if we take delivery and we're like, oh my god, this thing is going to get a tiniest scratch and it's going to drive me nuts, but that type of thing normally doesn't bug me. Um, at least it definitely hasn't bugged me in vehicles. Hey, man, <laughs> I, I was like that, and so I took delivery of a you know $50,000 vehicle. I'm like, holy crap. Sure. Changes everything. Yeah, that might change. Mm-hmm. It changed that everything change. for me. I, was, I, I, I got so weirded out when I got my first rim rash that happened. I hit the curl, and I was like, I, I swear to God, I almost cried. Like, man tears. <laughs> I was so upset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was in my... It was, I, <laughs> I did not know my dimensions that well at the time when I first got it. You know how when you guys mm-hmm. would pull into like my parking lot cul-de-sac area thing in my condo? I was turning that corner to just go up the hill and I right down the curb and man tears, dude. I was so at that point like I, I was gonna kill myself. I was so upset. <laughs> What's the point of going? I, I gave up on life. I was so broken. You should see my rims on my current car. <laughs> no, you should see them now. I've gotten over it, but at the time, I, I yeah, at the time, I, I almost divorced Brittany. I, I was so upset. <laughs> Just thinking of the most offensive possible things he can say. I almost murdered 20 chinchillas over it. Oh, man, I almost killed younglings at the temple. 
Oh, too right. soon. Too soon. <laughs> oh, don't joke about that. You can joke about the other stuff. But... Yeah, you're right. You're right. Killing that, that's chinchillas too... is fine, but killing <laughs> too younglings. Too, too real. Yeah. Too, too, too real. So we, to answer Nick's question, we don't have any immediate plans. As far as right now, we'll just take it as as it is. Um, if we have that, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll deem this the Randy moment. If we have the Randy moment where we're like, oh my God, I want to keep this in pristine condition no matter what, then we'll probably get some quotes, see what it costs. Um, but Drew. We have so many other things we're saving for and wanting to buy right after the car. So, <laughs> not like in a rush to buy have expensive accessories. Have you been in person with a uh, a white uh, Model Three or Model Y? Have you Have you seen it? How does yeah. the in In your opinion, I, I well, you nodded your head too, Mike. So I guess open floor for anybody who's who's done it. We work I, together. I also get to see one tomorrow. Awesome. <laughs> My friend is oh. has taken delivery of a. LFP Model 3. So my question hey. is, well, first of all, That's congratulations great. to your friend. Cool. Um, Let's see if she keeps it. Does, what is your guys' opinion of the multi-coat, that pearl white? How does that look to you guys in general? I love it. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't get into the other colors as much. Maybe red, I, I think might be a little bit better in terms of just my personal taste, but I just love the, the contrast between the the white and black especially with the black trim when the door handles are this like matte black texture and the white uh, contrast with that and you can kind of get a similar feel on the inside with you know a black steering wheel but with the white accents i just feel like those two color options complement each other really really well so yeah we we've checked out several i i think the seven seater model y we looked at was was a white exterior and then um, mm-hmm. back when we had a showroom uh, nearby us, we they closed, unfortunately. But uh, they had a white interior Model 3 um, back in 2019 that we would always check out anytime we... It was right next to the Apple Store. So we'd like go to the Apple Store and then check out the Model 3 afterwards. And uh, that's where we got most of our experience with the white interior. And we were like, dang, this looks nice. It's It's a weird, subtle difference, but it makes it feel a lot more... Premium, yeah. I guess. Drew, Space. I feel like um, you'd be a stormtrooper in another life. <laughs> the Johnny Ive designed stormtrooper, mm. but yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I like. I like it when I see it. It looks great. It looks premium, and it's multi coat. I mean, they're all multi coat, but it's a pretty, mm-hmm. pretty decent color on the car. It's iconic. It looks fantastic. But uh, coming from a person who lives in a dirtier or maybe not dirtier area but at least like sees a lot of dust because of the animals that i own uh mm-hmm. i it would drive me crazy every day i'd see the dirt on it all the time or uh i'm a bit of a clean freak in terms of keeping things looking clean at least so the mm-hmm. multi-silver or midnight silver metallic uh covers that basis it it makes dirt not look as apparent yep. um you see yep. more dirt on the windows than you do the body which yeah. is fine to me you can usually just take a carbon fiber or carbon fiber holy cow uh <laughs> a carbon fiber cloth uh, oh my god <laughs> yeah that would that would destroy it uh 
whatever you know what i'm talking about the uh microfiber micro yeah microfiber cloth onto it it would the make apple it look a lot one. better <laughs> yes yeah. let me use the little apple cloth on the whole entire cup <laughs> oh that thing would be black by the end of it uh <laughs> yeah. i don't think you could it would you'd be destroying it if you cleaned a Tes all of the Tesla's windows with it. Uh, anyways, what I'm getting as it looks great, I would not own it. Yeah, we never uh, had that kind of jump out uh, love towards the the midnight silver. Um, I tried to several several times, but it's always just been like, eh. Uh, I don't know. The the white just pops a little bit more for us, I guess. But why why were you asking specifically, Randy? I'm curious. With the color? Oh, um, because I I think the white stands out so much, um, especially in the sun, when yeah. the, when the rays hit it and it all sparkles, it looks like mm -hmm. you know a like character a from Twilight, and it just shiny, shiny, shiny. <laughs> I you somehow quoted and, two uh, different movies. Huh? You somehow quoted both Twilight and Moana. <laughs> well, I'm I'm referencing, um, what's his name? Edward? Is I know that Robert, yeah, Robert yeah. Pattinson's character? Ed anyway, Robert point is, Pattinson is Batman. <laughs> yeah, proof that bats do turn into or vampires turn into bats. Oh That's the proof yes. right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, seeing it in the sun, like it really, like shines. It stands out. It's a multi coat that pearl description i was like yeah all right that's cool i asked because if i had that color as my default color, not even regardless if i had that color i would feel a certain way about trying to preserve it to make it look as clean as possible exactly why what mike was describing that uh brighter colors lighter colors just um the the impurities and the blemishes kind of pop a little bit more with not blemishes but with the dirt with with the elements touching your vehicle they stand out mm -hmm. like you know, a clean white undershirt going through the smog of LA, and when you come back, it's all <laughs> it's all brown looking. Um, there's that. So, I I I toy with the idea with you again that like maybe you will change your mind when you realize how not realize, but when you see with your own eyes that you own this pristine, clean looking vehicle. You're like, <gasps> I have to protect this with with every fiber of my life. It's possible. I've never bought a new car before, so this is this is a first for me. Um, but I've never also I, I've never like been wanting to get to the point of like I, I want like that new car smell and I want it to be shiny and pristine all the time. I've always just been like I want autopilot and I want software and I want um, to preheat the car, or pre cool the car. That that's all we talk about when we talk about the Tesla. Every time we get in our current car, it's like, man, that would be nice if we had this or if we had this. We're never really commenting on it'll look so cool because it's gonna, you know, park in the carport where we can't really see it anyway. <laughs> you know, we're gonna see it for a couple seconds as we walk up to it and then get inside and then we can't see the outside. So it it will have to be a fundamental shift for us to justify that expense in how we view uh, car exteriors because uh, this is the second car I've ever owned and I've never once scared how it looked on the outside. It's white as well, and uh, when it's when it's been cleaned after a car wash, it's like yeah, that looks really nice. But then we're like yeah, whatever. Bugs get collected on there, and 
So we'll see. I'm curious if I, I do have that fundamental shift and I, I become like Pee Wee Herman wiping his bike every morning. You 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 take care by deep not well I say by default or I wouldn't even say subconsciously, but you take care of your iPhone. You spend a lot of money on that phone. I do because I spend a lot of time on it, and I do I absolutely intend on getting a screen protector, but that's that's like a. $30 purchase, not a $1,000 purchase. And I also don't get a screen protector or use a case on my phone. Yeah. Um, so the same kind of logic may apply with the uh, with the cars. Just like, I don't get rock chips. I just don't. <laughs> when people ask me, like, why don't you get a case on your phone? What if you drop it? And I'm like, I get I yelled at it. all the time. Like, where's the case? <laughs> I'm like, and hide this beautiful thing? Yeah. <laughs> As I hide my Tesla right. with a case? I don't know what case you're talking about. This is obviously uh, green without anything else. So uh, <laughs> That's the old version of... Uh, Just green. Is that an Apple case, Mike? Uh, that's a great... Yeah, came from Apple, from so their you, Apple store. So you and Nick have the clear aesthetic thing going on with your phones. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I, I've never been bothered by, like... Oh, my, my... At least when we had, like, aluminum iPhones or iPads and stuff. Like, oh, I got this little crack or I got this little scuff or scratch on the back or something I've always been like eh it's mine it's the it's that's how I can tell that it's not someone else's I guess it's a signature <laughs> I'll just have a giant gash in the side of my model 3 that's how I know it's mine <laughs> it's a completely destroyed yeah. if it's in a salvage title that's how you know this car is mine yeah. no one will buy we're it. not in the we're not in the same sea of Teslas that Mike is, I think, where we where we live. <laughs> I was surrounded. It's still fairly the rare. It was like every yeah. other car was a Tesla, and every car around me was a Tesla. It was. Uh -huh. I'm like, if this ain't the Bay, I don't know where else I would be. Dude, San Diego. <laughs> yeah. When I went down there last month, it was ev ev everywhere. There's a Y. There. Mm -hmm. I would find my car because it's the only three in a sea of Ys. I'm like, what? What's going <laughs> What's funny, on Randy, here? funny, Randy, I've seen your car multiple times here, both in the three and Y version. Yeah, There's multiple I have different two. versions, or there's at least two or three other owners in the Bay that have the same rap as you, or pretty close to the same Yeah, I've rap. seen one at Starbase, and one too. Co and one worker who works at mm. Fremont who has my car, and I'm going to go find that guy and <laughs> chop him in the throat. <laughs> there can be only one. There can only, only be one. one. Right. I'm put everybody in a group right. message on Facebook and say, meet me in Nevada, <laughs> and we're going to fight this out. Nevada. <laughs> Last person standing claims title to it. You're going to pull out pull out the watch and the phone and be like, I deserve, I deserve this. These Look at my commitment. <laughs> Just have like Did a, you guys see? one giant green paint line on your face. Yeah, yeah. Like a Look at my wedding heart. band. Like yeah, your wedding ring. Your watch band, the watch, yeah. You've, Look you've at that tree behind I, Randy, ladies and gentlemen. It is green, too. Yeah, My he got goodness. that tree. He could have gotten any color, but he chose green. <laughs> Bet you don't have a green ruler. <laughs> right. But did you guys catch that the 12th Model Y that was delivered from Giga Berlin got in a car accident, like, the next day? Mm -hmm. I guess Someone rear-ended it. That's something that we like, didn't oh. mention, that Giga Berlin has come online between last week and this week, which is awesome. Congratulations! Finally, right. three factories. Time. Or I guess three car factories are online. Uh, <laughs> there's been Across more than three, three continents. Overall. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah <laughs> three continents have local production, which is great, but I feel really bad for that guy, whoever it was. <laughs> that, I, oh, uh, again, 
man tears, I would cry. I would just drive off the cliff right there. Because you know the service appointments are got to be like seven months <laughs> out oh, yeah. there at this point. Oh. It's not going to be replaced quickly. I was this is another concern. I was imagining there is a service center there just like, we got nothing to do for months. We're good. And then this guy rolls in. Yeah. <laughs> we can use this time to train up our employees. We weren't prepared for this. Oh, wait a minute. Which brings me to more insurance questions because I know Randy worked in insurance, so I'm, I'm curious. But like... <laughs> We have this concern that, of of course, the price of new Teslas has gone up a lot, and the wait time is extremely long. Mm-hmm. Um, if our car is in a collision, knowing my luck, that's probably what's going to happen. I've never been in a car crash with my current vehicle. Uh, I was in a car crash with my last vehicle, but that was like six years ago. We've never had uh, a window break. We've never had a windshield fracture on our current car. I bet the first month we get our Model 3, it's going to get in a collision and Don't we'll jinx have a it. giant fracture. Don't jinx it, um, I'm trying to predict it because then no. it's less likely to happen. Don't predict that's how, it. Enjoy that's it. how Murphy's Law works. If you anticipate it, it won't happen. That's not how Murphy's Law works. It's worked pretty well in my life so far. Um <laughs> You've never had if a three. You, if you're anticipating it and you're pl- if you're anticipating it and planning for it, then it won't happen. It's always when you don't expect it that's when it will happen. So, like, will insurance pay out uh, whatever the price is to replace that exact spec, or are they just going to pay out what you paid for your vehicle? Which is a concern we have because it's like they may pay out what we paid for our car, but that won't even cover. The price of a new one. How do you think I so. feel? Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you, wait, wait, wait. Are you, are right. you, so you're not talking about a, you're talking about a brand new vehicle. Like if it's total, they the insurance writes it off. Like, okay, we can't repair this. It's... It's You're not going to get an exact Model Three if it goes up in price again. No, yeah, they're not. They're not even. They're not That's even going to pay you out. Me. They're not even going to pay you out what you paid for the vehicle. They're going to pay you out what the, what the value of the vehicle is upon. At that point in time, with the vehicle being, if it's considered a total loss and it gets totaled, um, mm-hmm. whenever that happens, they will do an appraisal on vehicles alike and they will cut you a check 
for uh, vehicles alike and it won't be the the full price still will be like well now it's worth this much because hmm. um, Nathan got of, a full Nathan got all his money back when he he was for those who don't remember he he owned Nathan uh, was on the tech podcast a couple times he used to edit my videos for me right. but okay. um, then he got hired by George Lucas and I couldn't keep up but essentially <laughs> um, essentially he was in a car crash with his Model Three and he was fine luckily but. Um, all the airbags went off, and it was basically completely totaled, and he got all his money back. How long? Um, how long had he had the vehicle by then? I feel like it wasn't long. It was like I want to say it was three like months. five. Yes, I don't know. Three under months. Six. Okay. Under six. It was under six months. Yeah. Well, then that's probably yeah, under right. Six it, didn't, it didn't have time to, to depreciate or anything like that. Stop. Well, right now Teslas aren't depreciating at all. Like my mom. No, just I know, but that's based off of how morning. they're selling for. What they're going to do is they're going to take another Model Three. A 2022 Model 3, uh-huh. and they will see uh, how other insurances have covered it. And it's it's going to be fair value. You're going to get paid fair value. So they're not going to undercut you, but they're not going to give you a full check for you to just go buy the same one. If it happens that the Model 3 is still the same price, then yeah, it, theoretically, you're going to get but full that's, payout. Yeah, that, those days are gone. Yeah, so <laughs> it, because it's going to keep going up, and when it goes up two grand again, inevitably, when it goes up five grand, you're not going to get the five grand <laughs> additional. You're going to no, get no, no. what you paid. Or if if it gets okay. to the point where it starts to like finally drop in value, you're going to get what that is. But um, So they're comparing the price of what used inventory is going for or like existing even, inventory? Well, it they're used com- to be, I com- think. It, well, it, it will become used yeah, by by definition, it'll be used because uh, assuming again with, with Nathan's situation, that was a little bit different because it was it, it was so close. But let's let's use me as an example. A twenty nineteen, mm-hmm. they can only compare mine to another twenty nineteen Model Three, long range. Right, right. So they'll look at like, okay, this is how much it would actually sell, not what they're selling for, but this is what it actually is. The value is worth. The cost to replace the parts, the cost, uh, mm-hmm. including labor as well. So they they calculate labor uh, in the in in those costs and the ability of you to turn around and and, and buy another one. So for me, forty five was it? I don't remember. Say it's forty five. They like will that. cut me a forty five dollar check. I would assume it would still be forty five. Nine hundred percent depreciation there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sorry. That's the thing. They're not. Gonna, they won't pay out the software. They don't include debtors. the software for it. They don't. Right. No software. That's exactly why I don't want to buy FSD outright. Despite um, people saying, you know, after a certain number of years, it becomes a better day. If you're in an accident, insurance is going to be like, you did what? <laughs> well, insurance oh, doesn't care about Can software because back? insurance doesn't cover software. It's like getting XM radio or 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 satellite GPS to your car right. t- for for uh for community and the price of it is changing so the, the price is definitely not gonna they don't they don't control that what they what insurance no. is responsible for is the 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 mechanical part of everything not not mm-hmm. the software part so right and they're mechanical and electrical but they're not going to do anything that has to do with software the the ui of anything is is between the manufacturer and then the final product of that that that's that relationship right. insurance exactly. doesn't touch that which is why Ugh. Scares the crap out of me. Full again. The heed the warning, which is why insurance does not protect you if you use your backup camera, because you're using software for that feature. If you get in mm-hmm. an accident, I, I 
this is more not to you three, uh, to our listeners. If you get in a car accident and you have a backup camera and the accident had to do with you backing up and let's say it's a bumper to bumper, uh, like in a parking lot or something, do not ever report on your insurance that you were using your camera if you were because you will immediately be found at fault for it because that is not what you took when you got your driver's license and you take the test not one of the options guaranteed is going to say uh using your backup camera is uh, an approved method it could be a supplemental but you have to turn around and take a look you have to visually with your own two eyes make contact with your surrounding right. areas so using mm-hmm. software to help you drive you are at fault or you are at liability of that those are the waivers that mm-hmm. tesla makes you sign we're not responsible between you and your insurance but what they're saying is we're not liable for anything with your software because it's true right, right. that that's that's a legality thing definitely in the states so mm-hmm. anything with software insurance won't cover so fsd going up in price is good for resale value not good if you get totaled all they care about with the, that is is your actual hardware itself so that's um, what i'm scared of of like you know especially you guys too because it's even worse in your case of how much it would cost to get a new model 3 uh or model y of the same spec I suspect that would accident. be in the whole six grand because of my FSD, and that's that's mm-hmm. the loss. I even had. with insurance, even you're with paying insurance. you're yeah. paying for insurance, and you still would not get your money back, and you would not get a replacement car of similar no. spec. So that's that's kind of frustrating and scary. It's like this is car the, accidents in general are this is a the bad cost thing, of but, uh, doing business ugh. with something that is becoming a premium luxury. This is a luxury vehicle. All intents and purposes. Right. In any other market, this would be a considered a luxury uh, vehicle. If it wasn't an EV, then what we're buying for is the bells and whistles of these vehicles. It's no different than a fancy Mercedes or an Audi. We're, we have a luxury premium vehicle at this point. All of us. People have this different definitions for luxury. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> so with, yeah. with for with all this insurance talk here, uh, got me thinking. Tesla insurance, right? It's based off your safety score, right? For everything for you in but, Texas. Yeah, everything but California. Okay, for me in Texas, yeah. it would be based off my safety score. M- Mike, does Carrie drive your Model Y much? Not too much, but she's on there because she does, does occasionally drive it. Does she have a separate safety score, or how does that work? We don't, we're not in Texas, so we don't have a safety score. But no, no, for, uh, for, for your, the FSD beta, yeah. it's all on me. It's all the, by the paperwork of FSD. I am the only person who's supposed to be using it. Okay. Barring the fact that she hates FSD, she doesn't like using it. She loves autopilot. <laughs> she thinks that's greater, like auto yeah. steer. She thinks that's. The but most... she doesn't use it. She uses auto steer, but she doesn't use FSD beta. <laughs> okay. And even so, on her profile, I don't think she's tried it. When yet. she drove me around, she never used it once. No. For the but, record, that's uh, all I'm saying. <laughs> even if she was on her profile and tried engaging fsd beta i think it would no it takes her to navigate on autopilot so she'd have to be on my profile which would then be breaching some of that contract okay or so i'm pretty sure the score is always tied to the car i've never seen anyone report like a car documenting separate scores depending on who's Mm -hmm. in it that's never been done okay it's one it's one vehicle registered to the app it's not different profiles in your app yeah Yeah. and it's based off of Mm -hmm. well not it's not based off of but your indicator is using the app you can have multiple vehicles in the app but it's one vehicle per per uh that that whole profile so to say different Mm -hmm. drivers might just have different preferences you know uh 
if 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 you and I were training a car, Nick, uh, you know, we would have very different seat Bowser adjustments, mode and the profiles uh, would adjust that. Very different. Yeah, <laughs> but it's still the same vehicle. It yeah. still has the same FSD if if they okay. had it on there. Um, it's the same uh, uh, specs, all considering. So, mm. in that sense, yeah, it, it, the the profile itself is is it follows that vehicle with that particular login. Okay. So Brittany uses mine she signed into my account mm -hmm. on the tesla app on her phone whenever she needs to get to the car she just does what she got to do but mm -hmm. um it's all the same she just has a different so so if, you're thinking of the Brittany, seating profiles so which are different so if Brittany was like a crazy driver your uh safety score would go down right randy yeah okay so mm -hmm. there's not like a Britney mm -hmm. safety score and a Randy safety score it's the green tesla safety it, it's score. A pro the safety score follows the profile of the vehicle okay interesting mm -hmm. good to know so you don't let your friends drive yeah, that's, your that's what I've, model. That's what I've been thinking, because <laughs> like, you know, yeah, your roommate, I'm your my... roommate can't be playing in it. <laughs> no. Not Unless not if I want not if I want cheap insurance. Name on there. How about that? Yeah, not if you want cheap insurance. No flooring. <laughs> that's yeah. true. Yeah. Well, I think you can floor it without this beta docking you. You just gotta floor it safely. Hit the brakes really hard. <laughs> Make sure you've got a very long stretch of road with no cars right. in front of you. You can accelerate all you want. Just and don't then do right. braking do the braking for don't, you. Well yeah. you have to kinda let it slow down as or you have to ease it off with your foot as well. Because mm. if you take your foot completely off it's going the regen to regen braking is gonna the regen's gonna slow you down real quick. Yeah. It's not because beta's looking for hard uh, acceleration turns okay. and acceleration hard brakes. Turns? Yeah, I don't think it. I don't think it's counting hard acceleration. I haven't seen any of that. Linear acceleration, no. Okay. Uh, angular right. acceleration, yes. Yeah, if you're if you're flooring it and turning like on a track, that's bad. But if you're just on a straight road, don't be second, drifting be in the second drag race is what you're saying safely. Yes. Just that. just that. <laughs> a nice long quarter mile to slow down. Don't even don't even slam the brakes. That's that'll be bad. Nick, you'll be able to test so, track mode. If the car is if the car is coming towards a red light, to preserve your low insurance rates, just just go run the red it. light. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> because if you were to slam the brakes, uh, your insurance rates would go up, which we can't have. No, we so, can't have that. You're giving me obviously. PTSD, Drew. I am remembering how I had to rewire my brain to, to meet myself to the car's algorithm. You were so miserable those months. Yeah, I he was. Dude, I was so sad. I was very depressed. Yeah. I'm excited to try to get it because obviously I'm not paying outright excited. for it, but... I've been watching people describe the best way of preserving your score and all the best techniques and stuff. And I'm wondering if I should do like, because we're planning a big road trip right after we get the car, like drive. Oh, Drew, you shouldn't to... have. Right. Come <laughs> yeah. on. Kind of that direction. No. But going to the destination with just autopilot and then going back with uh, navigate on autopilot and seeing hmm. how they compare yeah. if they make a noticeable difference or if I feel like, yeah, autopilot's good enough. Interesting. Interesting. But yeah. they said the best way to preserve your score is basically to use autopilot most mm -hmm. of the time. Yeah. Because it won't, it won't dock you on autopilot even if autopilot does stupid things. I can <laughs> attest so to that. So. When, I, when I heard that feedback and I tried mm -hmm. it, I was not getting docked for anything. So... Mm-hmm. Such a Which I was going to do system. anyway. I'm weird. I'm I'm the kind of guy who will use cruise control on like residential streets, mm -hmm. just because I don't like dealing with the pedals. Mm -hmm. So my wife poor, might get annoyed by it, but I'm 
I'm definitely gonna use autopilot like absurdly often, like probably where I shouldn't. I just, I just want to. He gets in his car, boom, boom, pulls back (laughs) just to get to his mailbox, grabs his mail, boom, boom, pulls back to the driveway. I'll get in the car. I'll get in the back seat and do smart summon to the mailbox. There you go, and then let it drive. Takes 15 (laughs) minutes to do all that instead of just just walk up, grab it. But think Go of how much inside. cooler <laughs> you'd look sitting in the back seat of a car that's driving itself to get your mail. It's no one's around. That's true. Yeah, no one's around. <laughs> no one's around. And Drew's just like. <laughs> that's the same as like inventing something in the middle of nowhere and be like, look, I did. Oh. So this is what it feels like. We're the right no brothers. Randy figured this out. Uh. See, now what he cares. There you go. <laughs> It's for me. I'm happy for me. Yeah. I don't. If need a Drew bunch of finds to a way to it. use self-driving and no one's around to see it, does it matter? Mm. <laughs> if he puts does it on YouTube, make yes. a sound. Right. If he doesn't make a video on it, did it really happen? Ooh. No. That's the Not in <laughs> ecosystem. No. Oh boy. But still, I want to. I want to try it. There's a bunch of intersections in town that I'm like, I want to know how the beta would handle this. And there's a bunch of weird, awkward turns um, that I would love to see it try. And I'm sure it would fail, but I just want to see what it would attempt. Here's the thing. The scariest thing is I've gone out of those turns, those weird turns of my own experiences, halfway through the -hmm. the execution of it. It goes, boop, boop, boop. I'm like, ah! Yeah. uh, Oh, yeah. Brittany tells me, don't do that when I'm in the car anymore. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> she, does, she doesn't like it. She's like, yeah. it, I, I'm so uncomfortable. She, yeah. It starts to speed up when it tries to get onto like an it. on-ramp to the to the highway. And she's like, slow down, slow down. I'm like, I'm not doing it. And she goes, well, then do it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> are you not going to, are you going to try to get, um, just subscribe to FSD once in a while, Nick? Or are you just all in on autopilot? Like, that's enough. I don't know. I, I don't I'm, I don't see need for FSD if it's not at the FSD beta, and yeah. it's it, from what I can tell you can't get the FSD beta on subscription, right? Yeah, yeah, you, oh, can. you can. Yeah, you just have yeah, to. People have done it. Okay. What I haven't figured out because um, I haven't seen a person do it yet, but there is a YouTube channel I've I've found that is a subscriber that's on the beta. Um, what I can't figure out is what happens if you cancel. For two months and then resubscribe are you still on the beta mm. or do you get kicked off the beta when you unsubscribe um no one will yes, give me an answer on that so i'm curious to see what the answer is because that would probably influence my decision quite a bit if i every time i cancel yeah. i get i get kicked, kicked off, off the beta, beta. that I that would feel make like it would be to logical review. just to keep it like as like that's what I think there it, it is do. on your profile. Like you've already gotten the certification. It's just you're not paying for it, so you don't have access to it. But if you pay for it, right. then you have access to it, and you've already proven that you're a safe driver. Or maybe it's that makes kinda, sense. Maybe it's like when you're old and you have to do a recertification of your driver's license, and you actually have to drive around. But uh huh. What I've discovered, uh, at least following a few different channels, that most people I follow have FSD outright. I don't. I haven't found a ton mm-hmm. of people subscribing to it, but there was a guy. I don't want to out him, so I'm just gonna a guy. leave names out. But there was a guy, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, free guy, <laughs> sold their Model Three to someone else, and the the original owner had FSD Beta, and they transferred the title. You know, they transferred the ownership to a different person, and even though that person 
who just bought the car, never owned a Tesla before, and they never owned FSD, and they didn't have a driving score yet, they still retained the beta, even though the title was completely transferred. Oh, that's cool. So, they seemed kind of hush-hush about it, because it's not, like, recommended. I feel that's, like, the same glitch as adding FSD beta, or FSD to your order, and then getting rid of it just to move up your delivery date. They addressed that, did you see it? they did? Yeah. Did you hear about that, Nick? No, I didn't. (laughs) <laughs> so basically, you could have gotten your car a whole lot sooner if you added FSD beta to it. I have and seen then, that. Not beta, just FSD. Or FSD, or whatever. And then... What people were doing... Yeah, go ahead. Anyways, people were ordering their car, and then they realized if they added the FSD package, and mm-hmm. then later removed it, their place in line gets moved up because they got the FSD package. They wait till they had a VIN assigned. And then once they get a VIN, yeah, then they get rid of it. Wow, they still have sneaky. their car. That's sneaky. Very sneaky. But they fixed so it. So Tesla, yeah, Tesla caught on to that really quickly. And it was like, ah, no, 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 no. So they, they changed the website so that if you add FSD and you try to remove it again, it says like you'll be pushed back. So they, they don't prioritize you. That's you. fair. A few people got away with it, though. It sounds like one of those problems, though. <laughs> If you sell the car with FSD beta on it to someone else, and they still have it, even though it's a whole different profile, a whole different ownership, and everything, mm-hmm. that doesn't sound that doesn't sound right compared to you know, canceling FSD and then resubscribing <laughs> later. But it's possible that they their thought process is like, you know, they they when they rose the price to twelve thousand dollars, they didn't up the price of the membership. Um, and I think their logic was, well, you're not paying towards ownership of any kind, so we're okay if that doesn't go up as much because no matter if you spend $200 a month for five years, you still don't own it. Um, you still would have to pay the full 12000 or whatever it costs by then to, to own it outright. So they see that as just pure profit for them. But um, maybe if they find out there's people like me that are going month to month where it's like, yeah, I'll subscribe to it one month, two months, and then cancel it when I'm not using it. Or what I could see happening is like I watch the beta videos of the people with early access because there's still like a limited club mm-hmm. of people that get the updates before everybody else does. If there's an exciting update that's really different, I'll be like, okay, I'll subscribe to it this month. And if it's, oh, this update sucks, nah, I don't need it. So I'll just wait until there's something notable to review mm-hmm. and then subscribe. when. They, but maybe if Tesla finds out people are doing that, it's like, well, if that's the case, then uh, less people will buy it outright because they know they can do month to month. So let's not encourage that, at least on the beta. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. You, but can, you can always use me and Randy as gauges as well for the recent that's FSD true. build on whether it's right worth it subscribing that month or buy several ice cream tubs instead. Because <laughs> Mike is... <laughs> what? Maybe you want ice cream. <laughs> I don't know. You're sacrificing you ice cream for FSD beta. I don't know. I've cut out desserts for the past three months. But Sir, okay. maybe you want to buy well, a whole bunch of ice cream after these months. <laughs> he said what he said. You heard him. But, yeah, I I would be curious. Because Mike has had several times where he's gotten an update and it's been, like, objectively worse than a previous update. And he's been like, uh, this is terrible. I've hit the camera button. <laughs> For Tesla, uh-huh. this build, I'm like, this did it badly, <laughs> or why is it merging in the middle of the intersection to another lane? This right. doesn't make sense. Uh, 
it's a weird intersection in general, but still, it's like, stay in that lane and then move over after the intersection, or, it's, yeah, it's... I'm still just happy to get a car that's capable of doing all that. Not, I, I don't really care as much about can it do it 24-7 any day of the year. It's more like just, I know it will cost extra, and I know that I'm not paying upright uh, for 12k, so it's... It's not going to be accessible at all times, but mm -hmm. I would feel more nervous spending that kind of money and then knowing that the insurance won't cover it if something happens or, you know, um, something goes wrong with the car and it's non-transferable and that kind of thing. Like, I just like knowing, okay, whatever the price, there's a way for this car to handle the lane changing and handle roundabouts and stoplights and all that. It's, it's just a nice platform to start with. Sure. I agree. I guess uh, so. That's quickly. That's what I'm looking forward to. I guess going back a tiny bit to like, if our cars got totaled and the insurance didn't give us the money back, I'd probably get your car, Drew. I'd probably get the LFP Model Three. You'd get a Hyundai Sonata. Ooh. <laughs> you shut your mouth. I would throw that off a cliff if you gave it to me. <laughs> I would watch that. That sounds like fun. Sounds like fun to me. That's why I'd do it. But yeah, I'd probably get that. I've got the LFP Model 3 right here. Yeah, it's smaller, but it's a whole lot cheaper, and I can fully charge it without having to worry about and it. And you'd probably get Midnight Silver, too, huh? Yeah, that's the thing. If I've got extra cash, I could get red. But then, oh, but then okay. I've got a whole dirt problem, and I don't want that, so it might just be True. Jarvis 2.0. By the way, my I don't know if I've said this on the podcast. My car's name is Jarvis. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my co-pilot is Jarvis. I guess if you're uh, Age of Ultron uh, enthusiast. Um, anyways, interesting. Yeah. So you'd get an LFP. I'd get an LFP. That's it. So you're you're saying you love your Model Y, obviously, and you'd like to keep that. But in the event something happened to it, you would not replace it with a new Model Y. Well. I could order a Model Y, it's just I wouldn't get it for like a year. So mm. might as well get something like again, like three more months and then I don't know, suffer through with a used car or something else or mm. <laughs> God forbid use the Ram 1500 during this gas crisis that we're in. Uh, <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah, that must cost a fortune to fill up. It's not being moved except for going to work and back for my wife and that's it. Mm. Nothing I else. would probably get a used inventory just because the delivery timeline would probably be pretty quick. Yeah, you're not wrong there. If that happened to me, I'd be like, well, there's a long-range rear-wheel drive Model 3 with FSD on used inventory right now. It has FSD on it, which is kind of nice, but um, definitely not cheaper, but... Um, Definitely, uh, definitely cheaper than buying new, and the wait would not be as long. So, there's one used Model Y near me, and it's oh, really? seventy-seven thousand dollars. Wow! Oh jeez! And that's it. If you try looking for it's a incredible. new, there's none. If I have to replace my Model Three, I am getting a brand new top of the line Model X. I'm going all out. Okay. <laughs> Hundred and twenty grand. Get a lease. Hey Randy, uh, <laughs> could I come to Virginia and hang out with you for yeah. a week or so? Specifically, in about I guess a year or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, no, top of the line. Unfortunately, I'll still months. be here. 
So, yeah. <laughs> I watched Doug DeMero's Plaid Model X video yesterday. He missed a few oh things, but he covered a few things that I haven't seen, like the vent underneath the uh, heads-up display. I didn't think about mm. that, where the driver was getting cooling. So, I agreed with him wholeheartedly on they, they did the sun visors so much better than Lucid. Because mm -hmm. Lucid's got the windshield that goes past your head. But then they put the sun visors right where a column would be anyway, which kind of defeats the whole purpose of having a, a single pane of glass going all the way back. Mm. So it's like, yeah, the, the Model X just puts those sun visors along the columns. I'm yeah. like, yeah, of course. Yeah. That looks so much better. How could how could they not have thought of that? <laughs> I don't get it. Um, but I was I was thinking that, but I hadn't really mentioned it, and then he brought it up. And he showed how the sun visors work, and I was like, "Dang, that makes so much more sense. That I'm, is so logical." I'm convinced that if I have to get a new one because something happens to my old one, then I'm getting mm -hmm. a spaceship and I'm getting the X. That's a that's a good idea. <laughs> okay. I always support spaceships. And it, if anyone sees an Army Green Model Three, I encourage them to ram into it at full speed. <laughs> All so of the Model 3s in my area, gone. <laughs> Everyone's just going to get You know, ran. after this announcement that Drew made, I didn't really see any of these cars anymore. I wonder what happened to them. <laughs> They're all gone. Yeah. Oh my god. But I don't, I don't know why Elon... He said in a tweet that he wants to just make six-seater Model Xs. Like yeah, he's like, that's that. my favorite. I disagree wholeheartedly. Mm. I... I don't care for the six-seater at all. I love the six-seater. Personally. This is the same guy who said that they're only making the Model S and X just for legacy reasons. And that they weren't doing yeah, anything but else with it. Right. That was a lie. This has some validity <laughs> behind it, considering okay. the Plaid Model X is only Elon. available There's in no the six-seater. Oof. <laughs> no. the, the Plaid Model X, they got rid of the five- and seven-seat options. So they're actually acting on on this request, whereas the we're not updating that's the next thing that was just flat out wrong. But the the second row doesn't fold flat with the six seater, mm -hmm. and that makes sense. That second row doesn't even have armrests. You can't. Is like, that your biggest rest problem your... with it? It doesn't have armrests, and you can't fold it flat. I would think that would bug me more mm. because if if you watch Doug's video, the back of the Model X, especially with the six seater is not very spacious. There's not much cargo room. Mm. Even after you fold down the third row, it did not look as spacious as your Model Y. No, but it's not meant to be the big space. It kind of is. If you don't care about cargo space, get a Model S. The whole reason to no, get the X is I mean, they, more storage they still space, offer in my it opinion. on the long range for the X, I believe. The 5, 6, and they 7. They do. So... You, They've barely delivered any, but... You can still get it, it's just... You can't get it if you want to get plaid. It's the same reason for the Model Y. If you want a 7-seater, you have to get a long range. You can't get mm -hmm. a, a performance. But that isn't... That makes sense for, you know, the powertrain and whatnot, but why why can the performance vehicle not have less seats? I don't I don't get that. Why can the performance like, vehicle not have less seats? Take out the third Simplifying row. Simplifying the I'm, manufacturing. I guess, but I just didn't like when he said in the, they want to just do six-seaters, because I was like, sure. eh. But to be fair, I, they're making a car a decent... that's going to cover that, which is the Cybertruck. Ah. 
See, I oh. can go a whole show without talking about this. I the could not <laughs> agree with you more there, Mike. The Cybertruck is something I am indeed in love with, indeed worried about, and yes, indeed excited for it. That's another question I have uh, for Nick. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What, <laughs> what are you Uh-oh. going to do in the event that the Cybertruck is not out and your lease is up? He's going to worry about What's it. I have been worrying about that very possibility for nigh three weeks now. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. I have put some significant thought into that. Obviously, the hope is elon's still saying hopefully cybertruck production will begin next year <laughs> um i heard that I've, I've heard that for a few years now but uh <laughs> <laughs> assuming well, it doesn't happen next year mm-hmm. and maybe it happens sooner than three years then i think we'll be golden so i'm still i'm yes. still confident you in gave my yourself decision. a good amount of time i, I feel like yeah. yeah i feel like i have like a 70 percent shot of having the timing work out pretty good here um sure but there is the chance that uh, it doesn't work out. It gets roadstered. It gets roadstered or, you know, the world falls weird. apart more than it is or whatever. And then we're kind of back to square one where I'm out a Tesla and Cybertruck's, you know, looking like six months to a year away. And I'm just sitting here like, do I get another Tesla? Do I get a beater cart? So I have no idea what I'll do at the time. Um, so... Well, Nick, I just got uh, an email just now during the show from my local Chevy dealer saying oh. that the Bolt EV is coming back to sales this or next month. Ooh! So I could. I'm I... sure in three years, if there's not another battery issue, you could get a Chevy Bolt. Wow, Mike, you're driving a hard bargain there. Chevy Bolt, we got it right this time. Maybe. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> maybe. Oh, maybe. <laughs> we think Don't we got it. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> the Note 7 of EVs. Oof. <laughs> I think the most metal thing Chevy could do at this point is make a commercial with the Bolt EV and mm. make like explosions behind it. And just like <laughs> call attention to the fact that it used to explode. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, boy. it's fully running like it's the whole broomstick thing mm-hmm. uh, just embrace it why not why like, not it would just mm. it would put a lot of respect for me and them if they embrace their exploding car yeah <laughs> I love it I mean I would laugh I don't know if respect is the right word um, um Drew so I want yeah. to make sure I understood you correctly you don't like the six seater no. Hmm. He wants a bed but, without having a truck. I think if you're buying an SUV, you probably want a decent amount of cargo space. Otherwise, you would get a Model S, which is already not bad for a sedan. It's a hatchback, and you can fit a decent amount in the Model S. If you're going with the X, just so you can sit one more person, and the second row isn't going to have... Uh, even just basic places to like rest your arms, whereas even the Model Y has that for like less than half the price. Or no, no, it's close to half now. Um, it used to be less than half. I, I just think that if you want more seating, get the seven-seater. Um, because at least on the seven-seater, the second row can fold flat if you're hauling something bigger or if you want to do car camping, which I've done myself, so I'm kind of... Uh, confused why there's a, a SUV where the second row can't yeah. just 
fold downward because the seats are off to the side. Those seats are off to the side. Yeah, I think Doug... I know they. I know why they can't. I, I'm just saying it's a it's a bad layout for a lot of use cases. Yeah. I know there are some people that might be happy with it, but um, the 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 concept that they only need that one and that one's the best one, I fundamentally disagree. Cool. It's like no. I think Doug put it perfectly in the videos that Tesla's a little bit or very different in a lot of their choices that they make for their cars. Yes. And this is yes, just one of those choices is that it's not like a uh like the a Toyota for yeah. It's not like a forerunner. It's not like a Rivian R1S assuming that that will have the same functionality as any other SUV. This is a Model X. Mm -hmm. It's the Fabergé egg that does crazy numbers is the stealth behemoth of a thing mm -hmm. that can do crazy numbers and still seat seven people and you can still get mm -hmm. decent cargo space in there um it's not a wagon but no it's not yeah i i get the frustration but i i think i'm a little bit more accepting of the fact that it just can't do that because it's tesla they make very quirky weird decisions and i don't know maybe and i don't <laughs> think people are buying a model x with the thought of like I want to go sleeping in this thing, so I, I need to be able to put the second row down. Mm -hmm. I see a Model X fitting the need of like uh, personnel, fit, fitting people in, and having that cabin space. And you want the biggest, biggest room in your cabin. Like that is, that's the biggest you can get to date. And it, it could meet a number. No, of, I'd agree. I mean, it meets a number of 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 require or not requirements, but like it it, meet, it hits all of these you know check boxes of of the fact that like the mileage is you know still good and like the 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 offset of the whole thing is like <laughs> it feels weird because it's like that car was not made for us and i don't mean us as in like us four but in the sense of that us like clubs that's yeah. a whole different price bracket you know what i mean like that is oh it is not for us and <laughs> I, in one way you can make it like i would like to spend that type of money as a company vehicle, but then okay, how about just a family? Having that open floor for the six seater feels easier to get to all your children if if co pilot needs to get back there mm -hmm. for whatever reason. Instead of hopping over seats, you have space to do such things to whether the car seats in the far back or I, I, I forgive me, I'm not well versed about what is regulation and what's appropriate where you're put, supposed to put the car seats, but assuming you put children in the far back because it might be safer, um, it's easier for you to get access back there as a parent or a co-parent, anybody who's in the passenger seat. Uh, and it's like what you guys were just saying, it's just different. Like no one else is doing that and it's meant to be another version of the yoke. Mm -hmm. Um to add I, on to I, that, Randy, it also tows 5,000 pounds. Mm. So it's a whole lot more than the Y yep. and the S and the 3. It can tow it, a small yeah. slipstream. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's weird to me is the 7-seater is $3,000 less. Intentional. Yeah. So you can pay less money and have more seats. So if your goal is moving mm -hmm. people and you and five seats isn't enough in a Model S, so you're going with an X so you can sit more... Why then is the argument three thousand dollars more to seat one less person? It's those seats on pedestals and accessibility as well. Accessibility to... is is 
having a you should watch thing. Doug's video. I don't, that that gap is not that big. No, <laughs> he was not getting into the, the third time, row through the center. Can move. It's a captain's chair. It can move in different ways. Yeah, it doesn't fold flat, mm -hmm. but you can adjust it any way you want. Um, right. I would get it, or yeah, I'd get it even more if it had lumbar support. I'd be like, well, yeah, of course they're gonna say that this is more expensive. But even so, as it is right now, You're I think it's justified. Check my lumbar right now. <laughs> I think I've got something close to it. I've got no issue with the option being there. I just fundamentally disagree with, like, that should be the only option. I, I do agree with that. I don't Agreed. think you sh option. I think options are good, and I, mm -hmm. I like yeah. um Tesla doesn't like options, but uh, if Elon's logic is the six-seater is so good, uh, we should just make that and no one else. It's like, uh, I... I would settle with uh, five or seven before I would say six is all you need. It'd be weird if the Model X could not sit as many as the Y. I would settle with <laughs> with five and six. I, I agree that f five feels like it. That should be the default like barrier to entry one. That five just feels the most traditional, convenient, the most practical, mm -hmm. um, and you might have more space to work with in the back. With the hatch, I I don't know, but um, I think a five definitely. one should definitely be always an option because some people just like I said want the the cabin space, but they don't need the seats. So drop as much as possible without having to you know go in and gut it yourself. Um, five seat would be pretty pretty convenient. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Six I'm six is cool just in the sense that like let me let me rephrase it like this: if you can make seven seats work. If that center is open, I'd like that concept because it's different. If you don't need that open space, then get the five-seater or get a different model or get a different make. You know, like it doesn't have to be through anybody else. But the fact that like they offer something mm -hmm. that no one else does, I, I don't have a personal use for it. But I can see people having that type of convenience for it of just make it it's like you know how like rivian it's rivian right or is it ford which one has the through piece that's the rivian. yeah rivian yeah no one else does that and no. i think that's a cool convenient thing to practical use likewise in, in the same aspect of just like extra space i like having an open mm -hmm. center in the x for something like if you need to put something long enough there's there it goes it's not now it's not leaning up on on chairs and it's bumping into things you don't have to move people around it's it's a cool convenient but it shouldn't be like this or nothing it shouldn't be treated like the yoke i make my kids <laughs> i make my kids for like not having a yoke but you know even marquez is like he would keep it if he had the choice but doug loved it too doug was Man, a fan i, I a sat part. in the nest i i held it. i was like this is weird but yeah <laughs> i would take one I <laughs> I would probably get a yoke on my three before a paint protection film. We just lost half our audience Ooh. by me Ooh. saying that. Ooh. Bye, guys. <laughs> we don't miss I you. I get it. I honestly get Thanks. it. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Man, the wait time is so far out. Like, I was just building my dream Tesla. And, um... It's an X. July. July of 2023 Dang. is the <laughs> delivery time. I could have a lot more by then. <laughs> I could afford it. It's so easy. Uh, but hey, Nick. Yeah. Uh, if you if your lease expires and the Cybertruck's not ready, you should you should get a beater car. Yep. Um, 
the beater car I would recommend is called the F-150 Lightning. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Shots so, you're so funny. You're so funny. <laughs> Ford, so far, Ford you, uh, has not risen their prices on the Lightning. And um, the Pro is, is going to be sold for under 50000 so... Nope. 200, Tesla. 30 miles of range. Tesla you got bus. a bed. I'm... You probably have hundreds of F-150s driving around you constantly, I, I'm sure. I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, at Park least eight of them. With Nick and Sweeney. Most of them are white. Think of that frunk party you could have. Mm, yeah. You could Man, sit I in can that put, frunk you can probably fit like a, Nick a camping. In there. I, hey, yo! <laughs> I ain't gonna murder anybody. Um. No, what? <laughs> no, we're putting you in there. Exactly. Y'all gonna murder me That's not how murder now. works. <laughs> I think you would sit murder. in the front of the lightning just like you sit in a it's in an office chair. Like, it's just the right size. Okay. So just be like armrest and but, the back thing. No, I, I would I would definitely I, be at the same predicament as I am right now, where it's like either I get a Tesla or I get a $2,000 beater car. Those are the two, those are the two mm-hmm. options. So there's nothing in there's between. There's no lightnings. <laughs> there's no bolts. There's no lucids. There's it's a Tesla a or a beater car. <laughs> How much should, money do you, you should, have? You should lease a lucid to hold you over. Can yes. you even lease a lucid? I'd probably not. You can trade trade the hatchback for the smallest possible trunk you can imagine <laughs> for the most money imaginable. Exactly. Well, I just shook I my couch cushions the other day and found a couple hundred grand, so we're good. <laughs> Tell me where you get these couches. I'm gonna uh, buy five of them. They're they're from Goodwill. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they just have candy wrappers oh. and uh, pennies okay. and some pocket fuzz. But every once in a while, you get something good. I'll admit, if I if I was looking for an electric pickup, and um, if my suspicions end up being correct about the price, you know, the Rivian is. Well over seventy thousand, eighty thousand mm. dollars, and the Cybertruck is likely going to be one twenty, close to a hundred thousand. One twenty, one twenty, one twenty. Nick is sticking to it. One twenty for the quad motor, which means the dual motor will be ninety, ninety, ninety-five, somewhere around there. there. Uh, yeah, I can't swing that, but if uh, the Ford Ford is still offering like forty to fifty thousand dollar Lightnings, that'd be the cheapest one. They they'd have everybody severely undercut and. It's a Ford, but it's a truck, and, and they that offer was a my cheap first version. Vehicle. They offer a cheap version. No one else does no. at this point, and I don't think I don't think anyone else will. I don't think the Silverado is going to be very cheap. I don't nope. think the Cybertruck is going to be cheap. Hummer Rivian's not going to get. <laughs> you know, the Hummer's the opposite. Um, Hummer's going to double so down. If, it's going to be two hundred thousand. <laughs> I, I was editing several videos on the Lightning, and I was like, you know, it's not pretty. It's definitely not a Tesla. It's not ideal, but. As far as just a, a, a reasonably priced electric pickup truck goes, it's not not a terrible choice. This just in: mm-hmm. Taylosiv EV recommends Ford F one fifty Lightning for audience. No, <laughs> flames, just explosions everywhere. Everyone else has priced themselves out of, I think, a ton of people's budget. Yeah, unless you're waiting until twenty twenty four. Everyone else is like. <laughs> What's in 2024? The cheaper Rivian, which costs the same as the Rivian earlier this year. <laughs> so, in, in 2024, you could get a Rivian for 70000 instead of 80000 It's a heck of a discount. Hey. <laughs> what a savings. <laughs> Still, like, nowhere near, 
lightning pricing, but right. even with dealer markups, it'll be cheaper. Probably. So, maybe. I don't know. Those dealer markups have been 50k before, so... <laughs> <laughs> hey, the bolts that I looked at this morning did not have markups. So That's good. Sure. Yeah, I read Ford was trying to work with dealers and prevent that from happening. So I'm hoping even if there are hoping openings, <laughs> hoping if there is if there is uh dealer markups, they're not too bad, but the lightning is so cheap at this point uh that it wouldn't even it wouldn't even put you in the same ballpark as Rivian. So mm. um I like the base model interior. Ironically, I think the more expensive interior looks worse um, because if you pay for like the more luxurious lightning interior, it's just the Mach-E. It's like the portrait mode screen with the dial, which I hate. But the entry level model is a landscape display and there's no dial. Hmm. So I was like, just just do that. Just <laughs> do that on all of them, please. So it's probably cheaper than Powerwall. If it has the vehicle-to-grid thing, you get an inverter. Now you have a 100-kilowatt-hour battery pack versus the Powerwall, which is like, what, 15, 15 kilowatt-hours? It's not very much. 15? That's all? Yeah, look it up. Wow! It's not that 15. big. 15? Yeah, Dang. so there was a video done on this. I forgot uh, who did it. Um, but they were like, if Ford stays true... First of all, I think they're losing a crap ton of money on the Lightning. I don't know how they're how they're doing it but um they're not they they're not <laughs> they're not profitable which is what makes me want to get one um but essentially like they were saying the f-150 lightning would provide more energy storage than like two or three power walls for about hmm. for, for less money hmm. so if you got solar and just treated that truck as a as an energy storage system you would actually have quite a lot of energy to pull from um which says a lot about how inefficient the lightning is right because people were like this truck can power your home for three days it's like how many cells are in that thing <laughs> i think based on the epa's uh uh post that it's it's got to be even on the entry level range option it's got to be over 100 kilowatt hours at least this so, many <laughs> at least this many. So I have never heard of a vehicle with a 100 kilowatt hour battery pack that you could buy for forty thousand, hmm. um, and that has vehicle to grid potential. So we'll yeah, see it's if it just, actually it's is forty thousand dollars. Yeah, well, that's what it. the MSRP is listing, and uh -huh. they, they were in Rivian. an interview recently. Tell that to Rivian. Yeah, <laughs> Rivian's Rivian's like, too uh, busy. <laughs> We need some more money, actually. Yeah. But the the first deliveries should be in the next couple months. So I'm I'm following it a bit more closely just because it feels a lot more real. And I would love to compare it to the Cybertruck and argue why the Cybertruck's better. But it's very, very difficult when we have almost no new info to go off of and barely any timelines that feel very concrete. I mean, Ford said that they would start deliveries in the spring. They're still saying that, and they were like, "Hey, do you guys are you gonna raise prices like everybody else?" And they were like, "Got nothing to report at this time." So I go back and forth on this dang truck. It's it's ugly, but it's I'm looking it's at so it right boring. now. It's more me too. It's very boring. It's but boring. It looks the like, specs are pretty interesting. I I, I went from the pro I'll, and then I jumped all the way to the platinum, and instead of looking at the two middle ones, just so I can do you can't a, reserve a sharp one. contrast. <laughs> yeah. 
they turned off reservations because they have way too many orders to fill. I understand. Um, but this this truck with a five and a half foot bed, you know, with the ten thousand pound or seven thousand. What pound it has going capacity. for it is that it's actually here. Like it's well, it's not here it's, yet. It's going to be. You here. know what I mean? Like, whole lot very I, close. It, with with it having the the means to actually distribute this thing, and it's coming. It's in production. Yeah, coming before Cybertruck. What it has going for it is that we have an actual tangible um, truck that we can do a proper analysis on mm. um, as, as fanatics. It's as cheaper th- than my Model 3. <laughs> oh, Isn't that weird? Is that is sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> like is Like my little electric sad. sedan is more expensive than this full-size pickup, which... I don't feel is. so good, Mr. Stark. <laughs> I, I'm not liking that you point out that the interior looks better on the Pro, because it does. It? <laughs> I'm looking at like, that have right you looked now. At the, you looked at the the base model interior. I'm like, I would rather have that. Even it if it looks was like the my truck, but with a screen. Mine doesn't have a screen. It has a little digital it's, display that yeah. shows the song, and that's it. This one actually has like it's a pretty much it's pretty much your truck that's electric and. With the screen, this I think just makes me more excited for the Ram EV whenever the heck that thing comes out. Because <laughs> if it's anything clo- like it's going to be competitive, uh, I, I, in my opinion, it's going to be competitive with the Lightning. The Ram, I believe. So. Oh my god! So I'm playing with the configurator right now. Like I could not have designed a more boring pickup truck. <laughs> like it's the most stale. Do it. Like wet white rice pickup truck. You got, wait, you got in white? It's the freaking mayonnaise sandwich <laughs> pickup truck it's so basic it's just like what you truck. get white like yeah. the pro option doesn't even have the light bar yep. so you can't you can't <laughs> especially i'm sorry i'm just laughing because i think the cyber truck is like the coolest looking vehicle of all time and they still even Facts. have the physical antenna it's literally like uh <laughs> don't put it on this top. angle I'm looking this at this angle. I'm gonna text you guys. I'm looking okay. at it. of the. I would get it in stone gray, just because the, it's hilarious. The bed doesn't even have a liner on it. No, that's the same for mine. <laughs> yeah, it's just the metal okay. in it's the back. It's the antenna for me. Great. I mean, I got the antenna on my Ram, and it's hilarious. Well, Literally, that makes sense no for one your thing, but yeah, for will ever ask you about this truck. No one will be like, "What kind of truck is that?" Nope. It's just like the most. <laughs> basic looking pickup no one will know it's electric until That's you it. probably start if you start driving in it and it doesn't start up you yeah. know it doesn't have an ignition and it just starts moving there's, people are there's gonna be no, like, like black blue smoke coming out of the back of it it's like oh wait a minute <laughs> i just mean like as far as boring uh, uh, but decent value for the money keep in mind how much uh, F-150 owners are paying for gas right now. Bro. Because they're not getting good Facts. efficiency. That is so and true. I'm going to drop another bombshell on you right now. F-150 Lightning still qualifies for the federal tax credit. $7,500. So you guys messed up. You guys should have gone with Ford. Nick, it's 708 <laughs> of financing per month for 60 months. What did you say, Mike? You cut out. Oh, seven hundred. It's cheaper. It's cheaper to lease slash loan. <laughs> Did you see the face Nick just made? It's, oh my god! It does towing. It, it was it just comes like with a hitch installed. You don't have to add that. 
I'm no sure thanks. Elon will still talk to you. No thanks. No, he wouldn't you, actually. You have <laughs> so much more space. <laughs> he would actually, honestly, he would that probably was a trick come up question. To you and you'd be like, we were just trying. We were just like, trying to get you to come up to admit me with a steel ball and see if the windows are good. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's wrong. Honestly, can I be honest? I think the lightning would look better if it was extremely dirty and full of dents. Yeah. yeah. If it was like all scratched up and ugly, yeah. I think I would prefer the look more. Yeah. So just a wrecking just ball. A, yeah. Just oh take, my God. take a wrecking ball, replace one of the windows with ceram wrap and duct tape. Different colored panels. And <laughs> you would just have this futuristic electric pickup truck that is all rugged and star based, you know, <laughs> because it's filled with dirt and dents and scratches. Like I kinda would like that look a little bit more than what is on the website. Well ten K in potential savings. Think it think of the I mean, first of all, it's one of the least efficient EVs of all time. Only beat by the Hummer. Surprising no one. Surprising. But um I just think the lightning's What's sad is this good is on paper. this is close to what I paid for for the RAM. <laughs> and this is I think that's why so many people ordered it. And that's why they turned off reservations is because they realized they priced it way too low. So the price is I great, would not be shocked but if they backed out. In reality, the towing and the range is what you have to suffer through. But if you don't yeah. tow that much, it's a pretty good deal. I will just mention that Ford vehicles, at least with the Mach-E, have been statistically more accurate to their EPA range. And they're easier mm -hmm. to charge at charge stations, according to Electrify America. So, Then what? Then ID4s. Than <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. You can just plug ID4, in. of course. You can just plug in a but, Ford. That's what my uh, coworker right. tells me. He gets jealous because he owns an ID4. And he's like, uh -huh. the Ford guy just drives up, plugs it in, and he's done. I have to actually yeah. go onto the screen or on my phone or whatever and tap things, and then maybe it works. Mm. I don't care what the CEO says. There's no way they're turning a profit on those. <laughs> no products. way. I I have no. Eat your I heart have out. No, he Jim claims Farley. we're we're only gonna do profitable vehicles and we're not going to take a loss on these. And I'm like, how the heck are you doing that? I guess. They're reusing so many components from the existing yeah. F-150 lines because they've been building F-150s for at, at high volume for decades. This is their Model Y. To the point y. that all of their wheel, all their wheels and bed and cabin interior, does all of that cost nothing? Well, if they're is all of that if they're producing a whole free? bunch for the regular F-150, that's like their Model Three, and this Lightning right. is their Model Y. All they're doing is just and they're taking pieces that almost they're making. Aren't they building, like, a million F-150s a year? Yeah, so th that's how they're doing the cost savings, then. Is So they have... So all of this money, if that's the case, if, if by some miracle they're turning a profit on this truck, that means probably you're spending $39,000 on the battery and $1,000 <laughs> on everything else. What? That's That's what it costs to build. Sadly, that Seriously. sounds real, yeah. That's why I'm laughing. No, because no one can sell vehicles with a hundred kilowatt okay, back for forty. They grand. are selling them at a profit. They're hundred percent profitable. There's a fifty thousand dollar dealer markup that you're not looking at. <laughs> well, that's that doesn't go straight dealer. to the company. That yeah, goes to the dealer. That doesn't go to Ford. But then the, the Ford has to uh, get their dealer kickbacks and the. Yeah, you but know. it's not that much. The yeah, dealer yeah. gets most of yeah. it. 
Also, like how I all get these why, are in San uh, Francisco too. <laughs> like, yeah, that's where people buy like up. Someone's driving a <laughs> the Bay F-150 Area F150 Lightning <laughs> Pro through the streets. Down Market uh, Street. I'm a software engineer. <laughs> <laughs> I've driven I'm in there. I'm gonna the design wife. code. No, but my wife I've has driven through there with the Ram. Really? It is hell if you're driving yeah. in there with a truck. <laughs> Why would you drive? <laughs> Who are they catering to with this truck? <laughs> Apparently, everyone. For the record, for the record, I still think Tesla will outbuild the F-150 Lightning. I, I believe they can build more Cybertrucks than Ford can build Lightnings. I think. Yeah, that, that's the thing with Ford. Like, I think we just. We made the case for these two pr- uh, products to be profitable in the market. Is that Ford can make this without too much loss, if not a whole bunch of gain, because it's a carbon copy of their existing product. Tesla's <laughs> Tesla's doing the other side of the coin, or like the other <laughs> side of it, where they're trying to decrease the manufacturing costs for something that's entirely new and different. Mm-hmm. So. For the F one fifty line is just them taking already built F one fifties and just pulling out the combustion engine and throwing in a battery and then they send it out. Yeah. They've just made a very streamlined retrofit process. That's what the lightning is. I think this is smart. This is a fantastic idea from Ford, but oh, yeah. is it innovative? <laughs> Maybe. In, no. in well, some lens, yes. It's okay. I don't think everything needs to be innovative. No. Sometimes, sometimes you just have to be basic. Sometimes it's just about. Sometimes it's about being efficient, uh, especially when it comes to scaling up production. Just be efficient with. That's why the Model Y scaled so fast, is because they reused a ton of stuff. This so is the Model yeah. Y, just a truck. This is Ford's it, Model it, Y. It's the iPhone <laughs> SE equivalent. Yeah, it's the iPhone SE of trucks. There yep, you go. That makes sense. Ironically called the Pro. The Pro is the cheapest. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear lord okay well Alrighty. I don't think wow. I have any more final thoughts or if I did that was it that was <laughs> no, the whole it. final All thought right. everyone on the show If hey guess what I've decided no. if my Model 3 gets in an accident don't say <laughs> it, it. Is total, don't say it I'll get a lightning don't say no <laughs> he said it although because it's me, no, I'm not. I'm not committing to that. That's mostly a joke. Uh, well, Although because it's me, answer. I'll call it the F-150 USB-C. Ooh, love it. There you go. Because you're plugging like into your house. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. Bye, bye. <laughs>